Hey, Caitlin. Hey, Tammy. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am good. So it's my turn this week. It is. You're back. Well, it's, yeah, well. (laughs) After my (laughs) two-parter. Which was super interesting, by the way. Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah. Carrie, (laughs) Carrie, 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 Carrie. Yeah. It's crazy town. Um... Okay, well, I am going to be covering the super publicized and popular uh, Christopher Dunch. He's also known as Dr. Death. See, I've heard of this, and I know it's widely known, but I haven't actually heard the story yet. So I'm really excited to hear what you have on him. So my nephew, um, who we lost, but my nephew, he what he got me watching the show on. I think it's it's either Apple or Peacock. There's one of the. Yeah, he used to bring his thing little thing him. over so we could <clears throat> plug it in and do it because you know all these subscriptions. I'm like, Good oh, I know. Gravy. But yeah, he um, he got me hooked on the story. We watched the series. There is another podcast um, that was done. I think several years ago. And I think that the series followed that podcast super closely. Yeah. So as far as, like, in reading the stories and doing my own research, the the, the series, um, if you guys listen to this and you watch the series, it's, it's pretty accurate. Okay, cool. We'll have to find out what the podcast name is so we can yes. do the thing. So. Yeah, for sure. So, um, But I'm not pulling anything from that podcast today. Okay. Um, got my own research, but yeah, everything, everything seems to kind of be... Pretty on par, but are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. was a um I'll say it wrong but he <laughs> did he was like basically a a surgeon for backs he was a back surgeon surgeon most okay. of the most of the surgeries he would botch would be uh on on him operating on on the back so yikes um he what he was actually he's played by um what's that guy's name from Dawson's Creek the brown haired one Oh, I'm just gonna skate. Me. <laughs> I only know what, that. what the heck is his name? Joshua. Yeah, something Joshua something. Jackson? I could, he, Yeah, something like that. <laughs> need to he Google plays it. him in the series, but you know, um, Christopher Dunge was not a bad looking man in his youth. We got another one of those who's easy on the eyes. He does get kind of chunky and dad like. It is Joshua Jackson, by the way. Joshua Jackson. He I'm plays right. him. He does a very good job <clears throat> playing myself. him too. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, and I, he's been in a lot of stuff. Like, I like him as yeah, an actor. Yeah, I do too. So, uh, Dunch, let's get some background on who Christopher was, um, because we always go back to that nature versus nurture. Like, yeah. Did, who did was his he? upbringing cause him to be a maniac? <laughs> we'll find out. Um, so Dunch had a comfortable up- upbringing. He was born <clears throat> in Montana. Uh, his family settled in a suburb east of Memphis, okay. and, you know, average... Average household income, not uber rich, not uber poor. He was the oldest of four. Hey, me too. Oh. <laughs> do, not, do not botch back surgeries, please. <laughs> I don't think I need to be claiming. I you have something oldest? in common with him. Yeah, I'm the oldest. How many years have I known you and this is the first time that I find this out? <laughs> right? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were like the middle child for some reason. No. Do I act like a middle child? Wait a minute. I just didn't think that you were the I'm going to hash this out right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ask my siblings. I'll tell you. I'm the bossy one. <laughs> yeah? That is funny. Yeah, well, it's today years old when I figured that out. <laughs> um, he has two brothers. He has a sister. Um, he, you know, they went to private school. Um, and his father, Donald, was a missionary and a physical therapist. So, Mother Susan, she just, she it says she taught school. <laughs> How does one teach school? Where did you read this from? Do you remember? Yes, I have it. I have it cited, but it's um, it's a newspaper, the U.S. Sun or something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spot. I'm gonna, I'll put this. You're gonna watch it, like he botched back surgeries. But um, yeah, that wording was like she taught school. (laughs) All right, we're going with it. Cool. How many other things are you gonna teach? (laughs) Cooking. Everything. I (laughs) I teach everything. Okay, so um. You know, there's another theme here, though, not to cut you off, but, like, 
like uber religious people you find a like um Danny Corwin yeah his parents were like super religious they were getting mm-hmm. ready to go on a mission trip when he tried to murder his first person so <clears throat> I don't know I mean not look we're both Christian yeah but I like you kind of almost wonder if some of these kids in the like you're saying comfortable household yeah are they are they demons is that what you're asking me maybe <laughs> I don't know but there's something to be tied to like those like it just seems like they're they should be good kids, but they're not. They always come out of these like supposedly good homes, <laughs> and then yeah, they they're I, crazy killers. Well, yeah. I could totally bunny trail down this, but we have this conversation <clears throat> in our household a lot um, because we are Christian, but not just teaching our kids, but I think like generational, like our parents and our grandparents, mm-hmm. the, they taught the tradition, but not the meaning, right? And so I want to make sure, yeah, I want to make sure my kids understand like this, there's a reason why we do this and we celebrate this right. and blah, blah, blah. It's not just because I told you so. Right. But, yeah, I mean, could be. Um, I don't, I think, in, in, in the series and throughout, uh, Dad seemed to be pretty fed up, frustrated. Mom was more of the coddler <laughs> and made excuses for him. But Dad throughout uh, all of the stuff and, and especially in the series you, you really do see dad pop up a lot like they go to dinner and all of that um, he just is kind of like I'm sick of your shit and I really I'm, he, I can see through you like you're a screw up mm-hmm. you know what I mean so not a fantastic relationship with dad yeah, but I don't blame dad either way yeah <clears throat> telling him he's a screw up can motivate him to not be a screw up or it could just send him tail spinning the other direction which yeah. clearly we know yeah. where this is going yeah, and I mean, um, Christopher Dunch, he, he is a, he's an absolute psycho. Once once you discover, like, all the stuff that he's done, he's a, he's a pretty smart psycho, but... Yeah, you don't get named Dr. Death for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want a doctorate. So... <laughs> in <okay>. death? <laughs> Not in <laughs> death. No, no. <laughs> I can't handle that. Um, and something stupid, like chocolate eating. Uh, I'll sign up for that. <laughs> I'm handing those out. Who wants the degree? <laughs> Tammy. Chocolate MD. <laughs> chocolate connoisseur. Doctor. Chocolate. Those are real. Chocolate connoisseurs. Those are a real thing. Why are we here? Why am I doing this podcast Peace right out. Now? Mic drop. <laughs> We're out. My whole life. Look, this, I can't take any more uh, surprises during this podcast. <laughs> I'll keep all the secrets to myself. Right? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay, so... He stayed in town for his undergraduate degree, um, and that is in the series as well, so... He, um, he says he would emerge from the University of Memphis in 1994. He did stay local for medical school, and he would, um, the next, the following year, he would enroll at the University of Tennessee Health Science Flipping the Page Center. <laughs> <laughs> All that for that. That um, was quite the buildup. Yeah. Roll, please. Center. Yeah, well. <laughs> so... He he earned it, he claims that he earned a doctorate in microbiology from St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, he uh, and he says you know he graduated summa cum laude. But St. Jude says we have no such program. Mm. <laughs> here, Wrong. Was a liar. Um. So, he but he did earn his M- program. Wow. Well. Huh? Couldn't even lie. Well, he couldn't even like. I know. Pick a pick a legit program. A Come on. Program. That's bad. Come well, he, on, dude. He made he made lie better. Up. Yeah, geez. Um, know, know, know your university before you're going to lie about yeah, it. Right? Do some, you're a freaking doctor, man. Do some research. No, he wasn't. He oh. lied. <laughs> well, it says he, he did get his MD, so oh, okay. he did earn his PhD. He did He did get his MD. And he wouldn't have taken that much effort to at least lie the right way I mean, about it. Come like, on, come sir. up with a legit thing that was believable. You know, people like this, sometimes I feel like they think that they're so much more intelligent than the rest of us that they True. kind of underestimate the people around them. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like they get cocky peasants. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like nobody's going to double check that. Yeah. Um, but I will say throughout this, um, you know, the hospitals and the medical, like whatever it is, I don't know, I don't have a medical background, so I'm going to mess all this up, but they did <laughs> fail. I mean, there were not a lot, not enough uh, protections and procedures and things like that, that to keep you know, this from happening, like, had they done their research, or had they, you know what I mean, had yeah. they really had these, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, like, these, the protocol in place for them to handle, and I yeah. think that he wouldn't have done the damage that 
he did do because I mean you'll see he, he goes around um he does go from you know hospital and center to center so and he keeps duping people oh what year sure. was this did we say um so we haven't gotten to the year that he started his nonsense <clears throat> so right now he's in the, he's um you know 1994 and the okay. thing and That's then he kind of um, recent it is it is yeah. and in, in the story itself it is pretty recent and it is uh it does take place in, in the dallas fort worth area mm. so was that Texas. yeah he he did all this well and that's to like to, <clears throat> to your point that like i mean it's semi-recent so yeah. those checks and balances should have been in place oh you bet you it's bet. crazy that and they weren't, especially in in the Dallas Fort Worth area. It's a big area. It's a hub for a lot of medical professionals, well, and a lot of people come here, right? Because for that kind of, of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be a doctor <clears throat> that I'll talk about a lot about throughout the story, but Dr. Henderson, um, he, he's still practicing, he's still doing surgery, but he calls Dunch out on a lot of stuff, and he goes and starts like his, pretty much his own investigation, and he's Good. like, "What the hell?" So he Ooh, really fights for. What happens when you guys lose your, my medical field people, when they lose, it's not disbarred, but I'm sure they lose, he wanted the medical license. Yeah, he's re- license. Reviewed, Yeah, revoked. Yeah, revoked. There's a good word. That's it. Revoked. That's the one. That's our other. <laughs> winner, shirt. winner. That's our other merch is revoked. <laughs> um, so he would get his MD, his PhD, uh, and then he would, he stays at the University of Tennessee for his surgical residency. And he does his, his standard five years of neuro- neurosurgery, and he does one year general surgery. One of the things that I didn't, I'm not saying it's not in the story, I, I, because I'm so familiar with the story, the, the news article that I um, reviewed and pulled a lot of this information from, um, I don't remember them mentioning this, but in the series, you know, Dr. Henderson, and it, it comes to light that Dunch Apparently, surgeons are supposed to have a certain number of surgeries uh, where they shadow another surgeon. Yeah, that makes sense. Like the residency, right? Yes. And they're supposed to have done a certain number of hours. And he did not do near what was necessary or required. I don't know. I can't remember how he fudged it. Color me surprised. But he, when Henderson was like, dude, this guy, you know, like, let's say they were supposed to do 2,000 hours. Mm -hmm. Which is probably He did maybe 30. So he's like, what the So, hell? but that was actually recorded properly? Like, <clears throat> yeah, they had, um, balls were dropped, like, throughout this no entire shit. thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I really do think if, if they had really been checking up on this guy and, and all of that, he was a schmoozer. He talked a good game. He put, he put mm. on this facade of this, you know, fantastic surgeon, but... He was awful, and, and he would he would not only kill a lot of patients, but he would he would do some damage. Um, mm. So scary. You put um, your trust in your life in the hands of these doctors, and most of them are stand up citizens. But you get the wrong one. Oh, I'll never <clears> get, <throat> after this. After watching Doctor Death, I'll never get back surgery. <laughs> I'm glad you're saying that now. Before my dad had the back surgery. No, my dad had back surgery. Like last year, about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, a year ago. That and you see, <clears throat> like oh, that's yeah. not even a fun surgery anyway. Not oh, that any no. surgery is fun, no. but that is like such some a, of them are really hard. Yeah. Ooh. Um, no, I don't think I want to watch any of those. But thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the things I watch. I'm like, what? But they show like a lot of the like in the series, they'll show yeah. some of the stuff, and you're like, what the oh hell? yeah, that makes like sense. he's just hammering away, and he keeps hammering, and they're like, uh, we think that you've punctured something, and he's like, no, oh, and he keeps hammering. Oh my god. Um. So. In 2005, about a third of the way through his six-year program, a third of the way, Dr. John Robertson appoints him director of the school's tissue uh, bank. Mm. Boy, he ain't even done with his schooling yet. So, why I mean, would he be appointed? Gosh. Okay. So, he's, he starts to supply samples to scientists, and, and he, see, he oversees labs. Blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. He's federal funding. He does, he, like, fat, he's just, you know, working on all this. He's working at... I guess, you know, the University of Tennessee and he's doing all this nonsense. It's, he was, it says that he was, you know, he was constantly involved in research and then around 2006, um, he did start to work with some Russian scientists on stem cell stuff. So. I mean, that's kudos if he was actually doing it as a good person. Stem cells, it's pretty big business right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it says during this period, Dunch, Dunch carefully built a facade. And he began showing um, 
you know, his, the cracks were starting to, to form. Um, but the uh, Russian researcher that he was working with, um, he would discover stem cells in human brain tumors. Like, they were doing some good stuff. You know, they're making some headway. I think Dunch is just a piece of shit. But um, Dunch, he would, um, he had, you know, filed patents for each discovery. Um, he would try to monetize the cancer stem cells. So he was doing some shady stuff behind the scenes, and he was trying to take credit for everything. Um, Dunch would be listed as one of the, you know, inventors when he really didn't have a whole lot of, like, the Russian dude did most of the work. Interesting. But, so while they're doing labs, um, you know, Dunch is focused on, on raising money, and he's, so he's doing all this stuff, and he's kind of building a name for himself at this point. He's not performing surgeries at this Thank point. Um, so... Durant, like, as this is going on, you know, people, coworkers, and things like that had started to say that, um, you know, his, his behavior started to become erratic. Uh, during a deposition, um, a woman named Megan Kane recalls Dunch eating a paper blotter of LSD and <sighs> taking prescription painkillers on his birthday in either 2006 or 2007. So he was, he was a very heavy drug user. And I mean, <clears throat> cocaine, like the heavy stuff. I wonder how often that happens. Well, have you, you know, seen like, Betty? Is, that, is it the one where, um, what's her face? Is it based on, on a true story where, on Netflix, where the nurse is addicted to Oh, it's based on a true meds? story? I didn't know that. No, I have no, not seen <coughs> it, but I know what one you're talking about. Not the one, not the serial killer. Well, I don't think she was a serial killer. I think she was just super always high on pain meds. I mean, look at Dr. House. I think he's based on a true story, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Was he? Oh, yeah. My mom always I'm wanted to call him. I know nurse. I think the one where the blonde, the blonde nurse. Yeah, she that's also nurse played Betty, in like Sopranos. She was the wife in Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know who you're talking about. I just I, I didn't it know is her, right? Because there's yeah, this yeah, other yeah. I one. think that's Nurse Betty. Oh, Nurse Ratchet. That was the other one. Ratchet. But that's, that's that's fictional. Ratchet. Ratchet. Um. So it, it kind of fast forwards a little bit, but yes, um, Dunch would actually he would actually operate on his very very best friend too, and he would cripple him holy shit he, his friend is now a quadriplegic <clears throat> sounds like this guy has a like a little bit of a i don't know what you would call it but like like he you know he's getting high he's like always trying to like one up like no adrenaline rush is enough for him and so now he's gonna cripple and i, I like i almost wonder because of his like arrogance and his like you know, the, that they validate him even before he has the credentials. I wonder if there's a part of him that maybe even had something to be jealous with the best friend or something, and he maybe was intentional. I mean, he goes around killing a bunch of people after this, so maybe oh yeah, the best friend was the, the guinea pig, and he was trying to see what he could do. Henderson, Dr. Robert Henderson is who uh, calls him out and, and starts this investigation but, yeah. and really pushes for... They work together? Dunch. Uh, yes, they would do a couple of surgeries together oh, and even he'd be like... And then he saw some of the aftermath of the surgeries that, <laughs> doc, you know, that, that Dunch did. Yeah. But yes, there absolutely were times where he intentionally, uh, you know, there's just no way... And you know... If surgery's not going well or something, he just you don't just keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. You stop it, or you you realize there's regroup. an issue, or regroup. He didn't listen to the you know to his peers. Well, yeah, there's him. a whole team that's doing it. So yes, and everybody would question him, and he's and he was high as a kite, ninety nine point nine percent of the time. So that you had that as well, but alcohol, all that, but um. Yeah, they would, she's, you know, witnesses say that, you know, they would snort cocaine. These are all people that had, that would testify against him. Like on the job? On the, mm-hmm. Wow. Oh yeah, my gosh, had, it's so um, scary to put people, your life in people's hands these days. He had a home office. I ain't going to nobody's home office for back surgery, but. What? Yeah, no joke. He doesn't do back surgery. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how in the hell? Nobody saw that red flag, huh? Right. Um, but she said that they would, he would keep cocaine on the dresser and all this other stuff, so. Yeah, why hide it, right? It's the, the 80s. arrogance. It's the 80s, not it's 2006, but. Yeah. Um, or was it the 70s where everybody was doing coke? No, I think you said 2000-something. So, I'm, well, yeah, this, the story's in 2007, but I can't remember. So, I'm told I wasn't alive in the 70s. But, <laughs> um, so, um. She, 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 Megan Kane, she's on the, te- on the, on the witness stand and she's saying, you know, they had, she would describe these 
nights where they'd be partying, they'd be doing LSD, and she and so she says, quote, I thought it was pretty amazing that he would be even able to go to work the next day. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's what I... <sighs> amazing, dumb, same thing, right? Um, she said, <clears throat> she would say, like, he wasn't scared, he didn't not want to, he wasn't paranoid, and if you've spent a night using cocaine, most people become paranoid and want to stay in a house. They don't want to go participate in any ex- um, extraneous activities, and he was totally fine going to work. He's a psychopath. No, you don't. Now we fast forward to Dr. Robert Henderson. He is a spine surgeon, and he has practiced in the Dallas area for over 30 years. Is he still practicing? He is still practicing. Um, him and the other doctor that he um, kind of uh, links up with to get, you know, he, they team up with um, authorities and all of that to really... Put a stop to Dunch. Good. So he would, he starts digging after he is assigned a corrective surgery on two of Dunch's patients. So Dunch oh. had already done the surgery and Henderson was supposed to go back and fix what Dunch did. Jeez. So he was so appalled at the results of the procedures <clears throat> that he faxed a photo of Dunch to the University of Tennessee to see if there's even a surgeon. He's like, surely there's an imposter. Surely no surgeon could have done something this this this, this yeah. crappy, this, you know, sloppy. And um, he had a recorded conversation with Dr. Frederick Boop. Boop? Uh, Boop. Like Betty Boop? Yep. Boop, Boop, okay. Boop, who followed Robertson <laughs> um, as the chairman of the Department of Neurosurgery. And Boop told Henderson that Dench, Dench, Dench whatever his name is, had been sent to um, an impaired physician program where he refused to take a drug test. <laughs> so he actually gets kicked out of that program because he wouldn't take a drug test. <clears throat> a woman had claimed that she'd seen Dunch using ass. cocaine. I know, because he wouldn't pass. <laughs> of course he's going to refuse it. Dumbass. Burp. Because um, he's openly doing cocaine. So a, woman, <laughs> a woman's like, this guy's no doing thanks. cocaine. Hard pass. So they told him he can't come back. They told him he, you can't come back to finish your residency. <laughs> well, at least there's that. Fail safe. And then he said, Boop, Boop also told told Henderson that Dunch spent his final year operating um, as an attending physician, but he wasn't allowed to do surgeries or operate uh, independently. So, um, he would, Dunch would, this story kind of skips a little bit, so I'm going to fill in some holes. So, during... Dunch is going to places. He's he's going to different hospitals and things like that. And one of the most well known ones is I think it's Baylor. I think it's Baylor Scott and White, but it's Baylor, mm-hmm. where he does a lot of damage. Um, he ends up killing patients. Um, he would just brutally operate on these people. And you know you got and I think he he is questioned, and you know he is brought in by I guess the hospital director whatever they call themselves Mm. and she's like why the hell are all your surgeries going so bad because that's not good because you know according to the article a a surgeon will bring in like 24 and a half million one surgeon will bring like 24 and a half million bucks to a hospital holy moly what are we doing (laughs) i know i know why are we still here right but chocolate condosaur and surgeon can we operate on chocolate (laughs) <laughs> sold <laughs> sorry to our five fans we're out we're gonna go operate on yeah. some chocolate right now <laughs> sure we'll be, be back when we throw up but <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so he you know they, they question him and, and they're like what's going on he's always either talked a good game or he gets fired and um he gets fired in such a way though that he's still able to like he's not technically fired so <laughs> like what is he like Suspended? Yeah, I don't even think he's suspended, but he's able to go from hospital to hospital. Now, obviously, the hospital oh quality in it goes downhill. You know, he's working in the ghetto at some point in this little this little rink dink. Yeah, where they're less likely to question him because they're yeah. just desperate for people. Exactly. But and then he even opens up. He tries to open up his own private practice. Like, but he throughout all of this, um, I mean, dozens of people would either be paralyzed by him. Awful. Um, You know, in the series, they talk about a couple, an older couple, where she um, 
he they really back surgery is a very risky surgery as well. Yeah, one, yeah, it really you is. don't think it's gonna take. You know, it doesn't always take. I mean, it's it's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. My but, brother-in-law was temporarily paralyzed after doing a his back surgery, and he was like terrified it was gonna be permanent. Oh, yeah, permanent. Oh, I mean, yeah. how do you know it's not? And then when my dad went to have his surgery, I remember because he had back surgery recently too that he. Same thing. He was he was worried, especially after seeing my brother-in-law's story. Like, what if that's me? <laughs> you know? I mean, you just get nervous. And to then be with a doctor that you can't actually trust because yeah. you don't know what you're getting yourself into with this person, that's that's scary business. And he, he would talk a good game. I mean, the patients that he operated on and the patients, you know, like the family and friends <clears throat> were there for the appointments and stuff like that. Like, he was very good at easing their worries and making them feel comfortable and... Well, and he just had to be able to get I him mean, on the table. Yeah, I mean, and he just would sound so confident, and he would tell them, you know, I had successful. Well, little do they know that most of his surgeries would result in them not, you know. And the, so the one couple, she was, I think she just had some, you know, she's had back issues. I don't think anything was, you know, affecting like you, you're gonna live or die. But um, so she 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 ended up she ended up dying. And she wouldn't wake up. I think she goes into a coma and she wouldn't wake up. And then he paralyzes, you know, so many other people. But, and then, yeah, his best friend, his best friend is, um, I hate, I hate, I gotta stop calling people POS, but he wasn't necessarily (laughs) POS. He just wasn't an upstanding citizen. I mean, he was on drugs and he was doing all that too. So, (laughs) well, they're a pair. Yeah, I mean, birds and a feather flock together. So, um, and not by any means that he deserved what happened, but. He would operate on his friend, and his friend uh, in the series, he wakes up, and he's like, I can't move. Like, what happened to me? You know what I mean? Like, I, because again, his surgery was not a do or die situation. I think that he was just needing relief on something, and, and, you know, he's thinking, well, this is my best friend. He loves him. Of course, he's going to do right by me. Awful. He does the surgery. He's like, oh my gosh, I can't move, and he is in the room screaming for Dunch. Oh, my God. He's like, where's my friend? Because t- when he wakes up, he doesn't think that Dunch knows he's awake. Uh, and so he's like, where's my friend? Like, where is he? He's still, like, I want to talk to him. Yeah, he needs to And help. Dunch will, had, n- did not talk to him after the surgery. Ever again. Ever again. Holy shit. Even on the witness stand, like, he, you could tell he how was horrifying. in just so much, yeah, pain emotionally. Because that was his friend. Like, how does somebody that claims to care about me do right. this? But, yeah, no, he's a quadriplegic now. Um, so he's just, yeah, I mean, he does, does some, some very nasty things. Um, people, you know, bleed out. He he literally was just, like, carving inside of people. There was no, um, there was really no care taken. And as Henderson would say, like, there was no care taken to anybody. He would just, like, hammer. He tra- You know, he, he abused the body. Yeah, sounds um, like it. You know, he didn't, and if somebody was bleeding out, like, uh, yeah, some of the members of the team would have to stop him. You know, like, that's, you cannot keep going with this surgery. Yeah. And so people would be like, oh my gosh, but there were a couple of, um, I don't know if they're nurses or assistants or something like that, that would try to speak out against him. But one thing I learned is that hospitals try to cover their butts. Oh, yeah. They oh, yeah. don't want, you know, they just kind of release him because if you fire him, then you're admitting guilt. So they just kind of release him because they yeah. don't want the lawsuits and they don't want the, you know, the malpractice and all that stuff. So he is free, mm, but that's sturdy. where the system kind of fails because then he would move on to another hospital and yeah. he would do the same thing at another hospital. And you kind of have to know a little bit about what you're doing to go in and paralyze somebody. Like he had to have... Some oh, idea of what straight. he was doing, damn too. Damn straight. Like, the whole thing failed. I'm like, he just did not have enough. And that's why... So, he would keep getting let go. And, and then, of course, his life is, is spiraling. And, you know, it says he, he would he's, he would become focused on research. So, um, it says, you know, after... Research. Yeah, he did some of that. And then it says, you know, he decided to turn to clinical work. And because uh, he realized his opportunities, you know, were, run, were running out. But soon, Dunch was, he would be requesting privileges at Baylor Plano. That's where it is. Baylor Plano. Mm. Um, Robertson had sent a letter. So this guy, the the one from the University of Tennessee mm-hmm. that Henderson had called to say, is this right. guy an imposter? Surely. 
he sends a freaking letter to the hospital verifying Dunch's training. Which Shut is a lie. Up. Which is a lie. Are we for he sure that it wasn't that. forged? Oh no, he does because this all comes Unreal. out. He goes to he goes to trial and everything. Yeah, no, no, no. <clears throat> so he, why why would you be loyal to this dude? Why to cover your butt? I mean, you're just gonna. I don't, mm, I don't know. I don't understand people. Sorry. This is what he writes in the freaking. This is what Robertson writes. His work ethic, character, and ability to get along with others were beyond reproach. So I'm like, why are you why are you confirming his stuff? Why are you verifying his stuff? Yeah, why? What was the ulterior motive there? I don't know. But it's I weird. don't get it. But he gets verified, so then he gets... On July 1st of 2011, <clears throat> um, Dunch and Baylor Plano agreed to um, a deal. So, an inducement... Is an inducement deal? By November, he had surgical pr- privileges, and he was Ugh. able to operate on patients. Um, you know, like I said, and then, then we fast forward to... Uh, the all the surgeries that he does, he, he proceeds to start to do. So he also dunged throughout all of this. He was not um, exempt from love life. Like, he definitely had a little love life. So first he meets Wendy um, Renee Young. And she says that they met in 2011 at a beauty shop in Memphis. And, um, you know, they would hit it off. But they would... She was, I guess... Uh, she's just, she, in the movie, she's, she's very pretty. She's just, you know, she's, I think that, um, she's 33 now, it says, but she was 27 when they met. Dunch was 40. So there's an age gap there. And she was dancing at a strip club and they do, um. Stripper Mary's doctor. I could see why he'd go for that. Yeah. And I think they do have, they do have a kid together. Um, but he would, he would end up cheating on her he hires dunch hires when he opens up his own private practice ultimately because he keeps getting kicked out of like damn hospitals of course red flag red flag red flag yeah exactly he starts cheating with kimberly morgan so he hires her as his assistant and they do and they you know they're doing drugs together and is it a prerequisite to be on his team (laughs) take this line or you don't get to be on my team fail the drug test that is what we're looking for right fail it um so you know, shortly after her starting to work there, they, they, they start having they start having sex. You know, they're they're doing it in the hospital, not in the hospital. I'm sorry, they're doing it in his office um, at Baylor Plano. And he, is and he married? Did he marry the girl, the other girl, or no? They had a kid together, I but did they get married? They did get married. I need to go back. <clears throat> I, it's been a couple. Sorry to our audience for coughing in your freaking allergies, mic constantly. Y'all. Seriously, Killing Texas me. allergies are the worst. Um, love Texas. Hate the allergies. I don't think they... I don't think they ever got married. I know they have a kid together. Yeah. I don't think they ever got married. Okay. I could be wrong. Forgive me, people. Correct us if, if I'm wrong. Um, it's been a little while since I've seen the series. Um, but yeah, he, so he starts messing with Kimberly Morgan. And he would hand her stuff, you know, drugs under work. And they would drink vodka during their research hours. <laughs> research each other's Boy. bodies. But, um, so it says Dunch had moved from the hotel. So he had, he had obviously, I think that he was living with the baby mama at a hotel. And then he moves into a five bedroom house, not far from the hospital. So, uh, what's her face? I believe is the chick he's cheating with. No. Kimberly? Nope. Not Kimberly. Megan, right? It's her last name, um, Young. Let me go back. Yeah, that one. I can't, y'all. I'm horrible. <clears throat> it's a wonder I even remember my. Yes, Young. So, baby mama and him, I guess he hadn't moved out yet. He hadn't moved on officially with her. He was cheating, but he moves them into a five bedroom house. Um, she turns a blind eye because she has a five bedroom house. No shit. So she, and a yeah, doctor. she turns a blind eye for sure. And she says that Morgan, who is the girl that he's cheating with, mm-hmm. she's, she's a frequent visitor. But, you know, Megan didn't think much of it. She just assumed they were helping with research. And um, Dunch would tell Morgan a different story. He would say that that the baby mama, who had now given birth to their son, Aiden, was just a secretary and friend. He legit kept that up the whole time, by the way. Wow. Like, these two ladies are like, oh, yeah, you're helping. Like, nobody, like, women don't talk. Like, if somebody's in my class, I'd be like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah, what you doing? What you up to? How's your project that you're working on? 
Well, why are you I talking to the secretary? Right? Yeah, it's... Your yeah. secretary lives here? Has a kid? Cool, 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 cool. So crazy. So both these women think <clears> that <throat> he's having a platonic relationship with the other woman and, you know, weird. But there's a kid. Where'd the kid come from? <laughs> Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Pay no attention to that baby in the corner. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, Behind the curtain. Whatever it is from Wizard of Oz. Dungeon's also a... He's also a swindler. Like, he is getting money out of people. He says, Summers is his childhood friend. He would come to live with um, Dunch. He had a room upstairs in the Plano house. And he had a credit card that was accounted, that was was connected to Dunch's account. (sighs) So they were sleeping together, too? So Yeah, because, I mean, (laughs) Dunch is just blowing through money. I mean, and he's not... He's not fulfilling, like, he's getting released from these contracts. So, you know, I, I guess they get paid up front, you know, like, you, yeah. you sign on, like, for five years, and here's a million bucks or something like that. Oh, a sign-on bonus or something, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that so makes sense. So, he's, yeah, he's just jumping, jumping. So, he's upstairs, um, and he's doing his thing. Morgan is the assistant, and he is... She is present during some of the surgeries that Dunch is doing. In particular, this this article is written um, around a victim, I guess, really and truly, a patient victim, and she's so she she talks a little bit about his surgery, but she begin she begins to herself get horrified at what she's seeing in the you know operating room. Like she's morally like, okay, okay I can handle Moral the compass. LSD. I can handle the cocaine. I can handle this kid that we don't know who he belongs to, <laughs> and you're that you're. That your secretary lives with her son in your house. I I can handle all these and some things. And smother, dude, who's on your payroll. Yeah, but <clears throat> when I actually start seeing the jackhammering of the spines, I cannot handle it. Well, at least she had some fiber of moral something going on here. Somebody had to. Yeah, yeah. So he's start. He's starting to. Um, he's starting to become like it's become. It's becoming. What's the word I'm looking for? People are, are waking up to his ways, and they're starting to catch on that he's not not as fabulous as he says he is. Mm. And um, blown his cover. Yeah, and he wasn't allowed to operate. Baylor Plano would say he can't operate, and they actually took his privileges away until about March of 12, 2012. <laughs> Finally. Um, so then he has his first patient back, and it was the last operation he performed at that hospital. But multiple lawsuits allege that Baylor did not report Dunch to the National Practitioner Data Bank. Um, he would, they were just pushing everything under the rug. So they weren't doing right by patients. They were covering their butts. Yeah. Um, so, you know, us as patients, we don't know what we're, we're not protected. We don't know yeah. what we're going into. We don't know if this guy has complaints against him, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so on April um, 20th of 2012, Dunch submitted a letter to Baylor Plano medical staff. And he would say that he's resigning. His he's resigning because he, he the he's the writing's on the wall. He's about to get canned, so yeah. he resigns his clinical privileges. And they say goodbye, farewell. <laughs> um, I bid you say adieu. <laughs> Morgan didn't follow. So this is the this is the girlfriend. She didn't follow him to Baylor. Uh, she didn't follow her, follow him after Baylor Plano. She was like, I've seen enough. And she no. would even file a temporary uh, protective order against him in April of 2012 because wow. she tried to break up with him and he went crazy. Like he started stalking her and all this stuff. So he showed up banging on her window too. Yeah, he's a narcissist. That makes perfect sense. Oh, he absolutely is. Yeah, yeah. that's what they do. They're like, he's no, like, no, my you don't judge me. Exactly. So, um, she never, she never. She filed a protective order, but she didn't follow it up the ladder. Like, she didn't mm-hmm. carry it all the way that she needed to. You know, sorry to spin yeah. off of this, but the protective order thing always kind of drives me crazy. Because, yeah, I know you have to file them and stuff, but it's literally a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. If somebody mm-hmm. wants to hurt you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that does absolutely nothing Amen. for you. So I, and I don't know what the solution is. I wish I had an answer for that. I've Guns. often thought, like, well, <laughs> yeah. Kidding, but I mean, <laughs> pepper spray! Yeah, but it's like, that's, that's oh, great yeah, that there's yeah. a, but if there are, if they're like that, they're going to yeah. break right through that order. So For sure. what's the point in even having it? Because once you're dead, what is it? Yeah, exactly. Do mm-hmm. background checks reveal that, by the way? I don't know. That's a good, really good question. I would think, right? So um, this is where, yeah, on average, the, and a neurosurgeon, neurosurgeon can generate 
uh, more revenue for a hospital than all the other special neuro. Teams. So now he's going to brain surgery. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It says uh, I don't know. It just says on average a neurosurgeon. Oh, okay. Your questions are your questions are <laughs> me up. That's funny. Like I try to do. I'm like what's well, in there. Um, but it can it can um, generate more revenue than any of the other specialty. But so but invasive, in yeah, cardiology yeah. And, and, and orthopedic surgery. So according to Irving-based physician recruitment firm Merritt Hawkins, a single neurosurgeon produced um, his or they can do about I said twenty four two point four. Let me correct myself two point four million dollars. That's a lot. Um, so that's a lot of money the hospital misses out on when their surgeons suck. So he would perform his first operation at Dallas Medical Center July 24th in 2012. The hospital issued temporary privileges while it verified his credentials. So we we issuing we issuing privileges before we verify credentials. Wow. This is not helping me sleep at night. No. Please tell me that that has changed now. Somebody I'd like to say somebody sent us a message and lie to us and tell us that it's been fixed because if it hasn't by now, that's effed up. Yeah. During this time, out of three procedures, one patient died and another one was partially paralyzed. So, like a lot of the other patients, um, I'm not a medical person, so please, I'm going to botch this stuff up. It is, is it vertebral, vertebral artery was damaged, causing massive bleeding. So, that type of stuff. Um... She was one of the one of the patients had suffered from hypertension and was it was a stroke risk, and she did massive. She did a, suffer a massive posterior circulation stroke during surgery. So hypertension is like really high blood pressure. Okay, so I mean, I mean, a lot of this stuff and to me high like, enough blood pressure gives you a stroke, so that's where that's coming in. He made it like way worse. Mm-hmm. She was already at risk, and then he just he just whatever he did, yeah, caused it. Yeah, because yeah. then then she became brain dead. <clears throat> Uh, no op- no wow. autopsy was done. What? At the family's request. Stop. Mm. Oh, yeah. Not be taking everybody for them. But it was well documented that the stroke was due to a left verte- vertebral? Vertebral. <laughs> artery injury due to Dr. Dunge's horrendous surgical technique. So he did, you know, he... It so says, they determined that, that it was his fault. He was at fault. Yeah. Kirby is the other doctor that was working with Henderson to get... Him, you know, his 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 licensing privileges, um, or his what is it, his medical privileges, or whatever. Yeah, just like Rose's license. Yeah, so he Kirby's working with him, but Kirby uh, did have direct knowledge of of seven patients that Doctor Dunge maimed or killed. So he would testify, wow. and he would provide a lot of evidence um, for uh, in during throughout this trial. Um, doctor, I don't want to call him Dr. Dunge, Chris, Christopher Dunge's trial. Um, so Dunge had another surgery scheduled that day that the lady that suffered the stroke that he, he oh she, you know, basically went brain dead on the operating table. He did have another surgery, but, um, it was, it was a revision surgery. So he had a patient, he had botched him up and he was coming back in to redo it. Oh, God. Mary Efford, 74, was to have two vertebrae uh, fused and linked by a metal plate. But she woke up with severe pain and she couldn't stand. But Henderson actually gets brought in to operate two days later. So he doesn't get to, re- he doesn't get to touch oh, her again. Oh, God. So Henderson, and Henderson comes in and he, he is shocked at, this, at the CT scan. He's like, the spinal fusion hardware that sat in, in her tissue... Um, the, the nerve root had completely been amputated. Oh I mean, there were, there were screw holes um, nowhere near where they were supposed to be, and a screw had been lodged in another nerve root. Oh, my God. So, I mean, you know, if we're, the, the series really does a great job at um, explaining how careless, reckless he was and yeah. how they really, this was not only just his lack of knowledge, but that he really did not care. Clearly, he did yeah. not care. Why? I I just wonder, like, why even? I guess it's the control thing, right? He has the control and this power to like change somebody's life like this. So, yeah, exactly. And he keeps he continues to do it. You'd think, like, oh, after the fifth surgery, I 
what is happening? Like, why am I having all these issues? I'm sure he knows because he was probably doing it intentionally. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't go to get more more hours. Um, so Henderson uh, become he gets he begins his own investigation. He records conversations. My kind of people. Yeah, he's he's fabulous. And like I said, I believe he is still practicing. Last when the series came out, he was still practicing. Good. If you need back um, surgery, Henderson, Henderson or Kirby. Jermaine. Yes, very good doctors. Um, but he called Baylor Plano uh, President Jerry Garrison, and she says she's very familiar with with Dunch, and that she was she, um, she had very little she could say about the matter. She said he just has no longer he has no longer has privileges here, and I have to be careful about what I say to you. And this covering is like asses before the uh, it all goes to court. Right? Yes. Yeah, they're trying to establish a case against him. It was very hard for them to do, you know, because mm-hmm. authorities were really hard to even pick this up. You well, know yeah. what I mean? And burden so, of proof is tough. Exactly. To so, prove intent there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So by December, Dunch has wrangled um, privileges at Legacy Surgery Center in Frisco. So he's all over the DFW area. That's like north. D- Dallas, yep, Dallas, so. yep, Dallas-Fort Worth area. So mm-hmm. he's in the northern part of that um, actually, they're talking about putting a Universal Studios right in Frisco right now. In case you come out to visit, yeah, you know that. I thought it was. The is it the little kitty like one? That about. No, it's like oh, an actual Universal. Oh damn! I thought they were talking. I know there's like this little kitty amusement park that they keep talking about, but I'm like, yeah, my kids are somewhere else. Out, so Peppa Pig, I think somewhere. Peppa Pig. No. Anyway, yeah, no, they're going to be putting out a Universal. Is what they're planning on doing. Frisco. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Sorry, Frisco. Y'all gonna have some traffic. I'm glad it's not over here. Yeah. But I'd go over to Frisco for it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Frisco. Um, but yeah, so he would he would uh he would operate on um Jacqueline Troy and he would uh she, something with the vo- the vocal cord was paralyzed, her esophagus and trachea had had become connected, and so she had a lot of complications from his surgery oh my God. as well. So, but Dunch soldiered on. I mean, he is not going to let this, he's not going to let him killing people and paralyzing people affect his day. So, he, around Nobody's May. Nobody's going to hold him down. <laughs> he's got, he's got things to do. Yeah. <clears throat> people um, to paralyze. No joke. Around May 2013, uh, 2013. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even catch that you said it. 2013. Oh, my God. Uh, Henderson got a call from Foley. The fellowship supervisor. He'd received a letter from the University General Hospital in South Dallas verifying Dunch's training. And he says that he has no evidence of any of the things that he's been accused of and happening in Memphis. So he just continues to fly under the radar. He's still doing his oh thing. God. So Dunch Thank God for these two doctors are no going after shit. him. Like kudos, man. I know I know heaven is wait is gonna be waiting for y'all when yep. you, one day when y'all get up there. Um, Dunch made a major miscalculation when he ventured into South Dallas. First of all, nobody goes to South Dallas. Okay. <laughs> if you're, if you're in South Dallas, you have made a major yeah. miscalculation. Call me. Yeah. But please. That, Bring your I mean, mace. So yes, that alone has nothing to do with surgery, but that was mistake number one. <laughs> so he figured he was protected and, um, you know, under the Texas tort reform laws, but he would, um... Because in order to successfully sue a hospital, they have to prove that the facility acted with malice. Right. That's hard to do. So another dis- after another dis- disastrous outcome, this time at the university um, general, Kirby and, and the malpractice attorney Kay Van Way decided to turn a crim- to the criminal justice system. Okay, so he would... Uh, so after another disastrous out- outcome, they take, they go, they take him, they're like, you going down, boys. So they do have a case against him. Despite receiving complaints dating back to 2012, the Texas Medical Board didn't revoke Dunch's privileges until June of 2013. Wow. So... So was he still practicing during yes, all that? He absolutely. could still practice while he was in litigation? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <clears throat> so meanwhile... Well, I guess that probably does happen. Yeah. But still, really unfortunate really in this shouldn't. situation. Yeah. <clears throat> so meanwhile, Dunch was struggling financially. He started racking up a series of stranger arrests. Um... He was staying with his parents outside of Denver, 
he would get caught for driving under the influence. <laughs> of? Um, <laughs> all the things. <laughs> all the things. Oh, shocking. Um, the arrest report says that he was driving on two flat tires and one was completely gone on the rim. I'm like, dang, boy, he's trying, he's trying to get home. Jeez. Um, Officer Snyder, he just really was out of it. it. Yeah. 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 Officers found an empty bottle of Mike's Hard Lemonade. (laughs) Get some good shit. Desperate times. Desperate measures. (laughs) Freaking doctor. My Um, God, they still make that. (laughs) No. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah. No offense to anybody that drinks it. No, I'm sorry, but that's what you get drunk on in high school when you're first learning to drink. Exactly. So that's not. Is there even alcohol in it? I mean, barely. So he had 65 of those. Give you a stomach ache more than anything. Good lord. 65? I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm joking. Okay. Tammy's I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Tammy's exaggeration again. I bought it. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Call me gullible. I was saying he needed 65 to get drunk. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Could you imagine, though? Yeah, so, I can. I actually imagine. I believed it. <laughs> we have diarrhea so bad. Oh, my gosh. Which would be well-deserved, by the way. So much more than deserved, yeah. Gosh. So... In September 2014, he separates from baby mama. Dunch is arrested for jumping the fence. Jumping the fence. Jumping a fence at his um, younger sister's house in Garland. And so she calls the cops on him. <laughs> Girl, she, yeah, I'm your down. sister doesn't even like you, dude. Exactly. Hello. I'm, I'm not going down. Red flag number 70,001. He tries to... Oh, I'm sorry. It is the baby mama's sister's house. Okay, Sorry, that baby makes a mama's sister's house because he tries to take their. But child if he was my in. brother, I'd call the cops on him too. Yeah, to I, be you're honest. not ruining my life. No. Um. So in April of 2015, he was arrested for stealing 887 dollars worth of crap in Walmart, including sunglasses, five watches, two pairs of shoes, four ties, two briefcases, a wallet, cologne, necklaces, a walkie-talkie. <laughs> The essentials, basically. <laughs> That's his kill kit. <laughs> the walkie-talkie. What in the hell? Oh, my God. Um, not sure why he needs... Unless he's going to sell his watches, but he's like, I need to know what time it is in all different time zones. <laughs> like, it's all on his, like, arm. Yeah, He wow. filed for bankruptcy in Denver and would um, end up selling off the shares that he had, you know, um, at some of the hospitals that he had. And, and so he, he would get a tenth of their value. Yeah. So, fast forward, um, he was, you know, he's also pick, picked up wandering a Chase Bank in, in North Dallas. Finally, in 2015 <laughs> of July. I'm just seeing, like, hands in his pockets, looking around, just wandering around Chase Bank. He's like, where did my life go wrong? <clears throat> Hello, police. <laughs> I'm going to need a pickup. <laughs> we got a loiterer here. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got five watches on and a walkie-talkie. <laughs> There's something not right with him. <laughs> He, t- he keeps telling us the time in, like, England. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In the Eastern Standard Time. Um, in July 2015, Dallas County District Attorney's Office would follow through, and a grand jury would return um, five indictments of agri- <laughs> aggravated assault and one harming of an elderly person. Dunch pleaded not guilty. Um, he gets jailed on a $600,000 bond. His trial set for January 31st of 2017. Blah, 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 blah. All these witnesses later, doctors, yes. patients, all this stuff, they testified to the gruesome stuff um, that he did. And we are now at, he is serving a life sentence in prison and he is eligible for parole in 2045. If y'all have not seen that series... Watch it. It's fantastic. I'm hoping they revoked his fake license. Yes. He cannot. So he can't anymore. practice medicine. Absolutely. <clears throat> yep. Unreal. Man. Dr. Death. Dr. Death. Mm-hmm. He didn't really kill that many people, though. It was mostly he paralyzed them. Right? He paralyzed a lot of them, but yeah, he would kill a few, yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I had, um, well, I mean, not to blow your mind again, but I, I was almost killed by a doctor one time. You're going to really reinstate your faith. Before you're ice skating. Um, after. <clears throat> after. She actually, um, I had appendicitis, my appendix ruptured, and I was two weeks away from getting my um, insurance kicking in, my benefits kicking in at work. And so I didn't really want to go to the doctor, but I, like, couldn't stand up straight. I was uh, really so in a lot of pain, adult? and I was getting sick. I was, like, 23 or 24. Oh, damn. <clears throat> and um, so I had... Um, they gave me a test. They thought maybe I had a bladder infection and started treating me for that, and that wasn't it. 
And then um, I had had my period and I was on birth control and I stopped the birth control thinking maybe that had something to do with it because, you know, it kind of regulates your period. So then it started my period back up again. And so when I went to her, she's like, well, I'll, I'll do a female exam. And so she did. And I had my mom was in the room and she's like, do you want me to leave? And I'm like, no, I don't know why. There was just some part of me that was like, I stay, you know? Mm-hmm. And the doctor was like, well, it's your period. You, uh, you're just having a bad period. And I was like, I've had my <laughs> period since I was 13. It's like yeah, over 10 years at that point. I know what a period feels like. And I'm telling you, I really don't think that's what this is. And she's like, um, well, we have 500 periods in our lifetime. And, you know, if, if a handful of them are bad, then I think we're doing pretty good. And she just kept on. Like, she just really held held strong to that conviction. And I was like, I don't think that's what it is. And she said, well, do you have MD next to your name? A week later, I was in the hospital. Oh. My appendix had ruptured two weeks prior. And I was walking around with a perforated appendix. Luckily, my body and God walled off the infection in my body and um, contained it in an abscess. Um, But I spent a week in the hospital. Like, they couldn't level out my white blood cell count. And my parents, I didn't know this, but my parents really thought I was going to die because it wasn't changing. And I was in there for so long. And eventually, you know, through an act of God, I did get better and get out. But, um, yeah, it was... uh, I mean, I was I was in really bad shape, and so um, that doctor called me after I got admitted to the hospital. She called me and was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, and I was like, I can't talk to you yeah, right now. Yeah, you're a bitch. Like, I just got admitted to the try. hospital. It was bad. I mean, I was, like, popping ibuprofen like candy, and then after all of this stuff went down, I tried to find a malpractice lawyer, and nobody would call me back, which really sucks because there was a lot of malpractice that happened there. Um yeah, and she, that was the second time she misdiagnosed me. Um, the first time was not life-threatening, this time was. And um, my mom always referred to her as Dr. Kill You because she she was very um, negligent when, and uh, arrogant when it came yeah. to this kind of stuff. And it was really unfortunate that, it, it, thank God, nothing happened. But, you know, we, tr- we put our lives in the hands of these yeah. people. And, I mean, what I can say is trust your gut. Like, I knew when I was talking to her she was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I told her she was wrong. And I told her she was wrong the first time she misdiagnosed a bunion that I had, which wasn't a bunion. I mean, it's still it's stupid little things. But she she was so arrogant about I know this hold is on, the first misdiagnosis. Sorry, I'll think she's two a separate gyno. situations. I'm like she's a guy. No, she's a she's so a general she's a practitioner. GP. Okay, mm-hmm. she's a family all doctor. Right. So you know all this. Sorry, not Doctor Death. Thank God it didn't go down that route. Christina but. Dunch is her name. Yeah. Her, her name was last name was Henderson. I don't know. Not this. Not this Henderson. Sorry, it's about that. But yeah. yeah, I think it was Henderson. Now that I'm saying that, I'm going to second guess myself. But yeah, it was um, just. I mean, trust your gut. Get second opinions and verify credentials. Like if you're going to go into surgery, do your due diligence and verify the credentials of the people who are doing the surgeries. Just because, I mean, look, this was so close to home. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this is in our. These it are could have been people rounds, we knew um, that went through this. Absolutely, in the past I, I was few shocked years. to see how close it was mm-hmm. to home. But you know, because our area is known for, uh, you know, people come here for yeah. the the care and the specialists that our area has. So I'm sure that's and Baylor's a big name. It is. I mean, they took a big hit I'm on sure that name did. after this, but, you know, rightfully so. I mean, of, of course, we can't control people's actions, but you covered things up. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that my um, my dad's younger brother died, I think, at the age of 10 or something. Pending. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. No, it can kill it you. It ruptured. So most people yeah. don't come back from that. Right. Usually if you don't get it treated within the first 48 hours, it can kill you. Yeah. That's I managed crazy. to live for two weeks with a ruptured appendix. So, I mean, there's nothing... No other way to say it. it was an act of God because it was oh, yeah. that I survived it and could live to tell. But it was, um, yeah, crazy, crazy situation. And my, I remember my parents being like, we really didn't think you were going to survive it. Yeah, I bet. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I always knew I'd survive. Like, you know, you just don't think about it. I was so medicated that it just never occurred to me that I could die from it, you know? Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and it's crazy about Dr. Death here, too, yeah. that he practiced for as long as he did. And thank yes. God he's not able to hurt another soul, but uh, really sucks that some people had to go through mm-hmm. what they did. And mm-hmm. now they're... And are still living with the... With living the, with uh, it. Yeah, with the surgery. Yeah. That's really... That went wrong. 
Ugh, do your due diligence, people. Don't just trust a degree or what somebody says they have a degree. One of the cases I really, really want to cover, and I will probably get to it next season, is um, have you ever seen the movie Catch Me If You Can? Yes. <clears throat> okay, so that was a real story, and he pretends yeah. to be a doctor at one point. He didn't ever operate on anybody. It never got to that, but um, he he forged medical degrees and yeah. things like that to kind of fly under the radar. Um, so he was luckily, a pilot. He was a pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, yep. He... Um, Smartest can thing. be the, but oh, yeah. I believe he works for the FBI now. He definitely did. I don't know if he still does. Um, he actually has a podcast, I think. Does he really? Too. Yeah. Gosh, what is his name? Um, Dude, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who played it? I can't. Can you Af- join us Af- on our podcast? Frank something. He is Frank something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something. But anyway, Literally, so Frank something. I'm it's one of my favorite movies. So yeah. I would love to be able to cover it. Um, and. He turned his life around, thank God. Yes. But um, he, he wasn't like him. Dr. Death. It wasn't anything like that. But he did get... Um, uh, he was just doing... Yeah. Time. I think he was like 19 just, when he started yeah, doing all these things. Very so young. Really yeah. crazy. But the point is, it's apparently easier to forge things than you think they are. Yep. So just do your, do your due diligence and don't just trust. And I will say, I have never looked into anybody. But after this story, I will be looking into every doctor I trust with my life. <laughs> I'm going to verify all their stuff. <laughs> no lie. It's crazy. Oh, man. But, all right. Well, thus concludes Dr. Death. Dr. Death. And I want to go watch a special now. But. Yes. It's a good show. Well, as always, please review us on whatever podcast forum you are listening. Um, rate, ratings are great. Reviews are great, too. We love to hear what you're saying. Um, you know, shout out to the fans who have... Um, have done that for us. We really appreciate it. And we'll start, actually, we're going to start mentioning them on podcasts. Yeah. Um, so we can give you guys some real shout-outs. Like Monique, I think, is the one who emailed us last season. Mm-hmm. And I told her that we're coming back. So hopefully she's listening. Yay. Hey, Monique. Um, and then we also are on Facebook and Instagram and on on uh, TikTok now. And hopefully we'll be getting onto YouTube eventually, too. So you can see our pretty faces, which are not made <laughs> up right now. And then we might actually have to look decent when we do these. I know, So right? maybe so you like, won't see us on YouTube. <laughs> nine times out of ten, I'm in sweatpants doing these things. But. And any feedback or suggestions, you can always email them to momswhotalkcrime at gmail.com. And we will see you back next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.